Well, you guys, how are you doing? Okay, there was a little technical difficulties, but we're back. Or how do they say we're back? <laughs> Real good. Quick, quick, everybody, I want to first and foremost welcome you all to another episode of Envision Me Podcast. You guys know what we do? We come here every Wednesday for some girl talk. And this week, did you catch catch what it title is? Love shouldn't hurt. If you don't know, we actually have been having amazing um, women who has gone through domestic violence come on here and we talk about their story. This is all about sharing a story, empowering women and hearing what they're going through and know, and if you're going through it, how did they get through it? Also, I want you all to know, I know that this is also um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I don't want to want you to think that I am shying away from this, but I wanted us to talk about domestic violence. So I have an amazing guest that will come on here and share her story. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about what we're talking about, or if you would like to share a little bit, drop it in the feed. And if you would like to have some girl talk with our guests and connect with her on a personal level, let me know. I'm definitely all about that. I want to respect your space. So real quick, though, if those of you who don't know me, my name is Pam and I am the CEO of Envision Me, Pod Envision Me Podcast. The reason why I did the podcast is because I know there are women around, around sitting at a cubicle or sitting at their desk thinking of their what's next, but don't know how to get there. And so I can help you. May it be I empower you, inspire you, or may it be my guests that empower you, inspire you. But that is what we have created, a tribe. And we're here to support you to get you to your what's next. So I want you to understand that. And then lastly, today's show is sponsored by At The Table. At The Table is a nonprofit organization located here in Columbus, Ohio. It is an organization that we are supporting young ladies, young girls, and young ladies around the world. We're currently having a program going on Thrive where we're mentoring young girls and we're showing them what's next could be. So if you're interested in supporting or even getting to know more about At The Table, I will drop the link below so you can get connected with them. So without further ado, let me bring on our guest for tonight, Ms. Marie, and how are you doing? I am doing well. How are you doing? Look, after all the, you know, the technical difficulties, I am still doing great. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so real quick, let tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, am, I was born here in Columbus. My father was the pastor of a church here. Um, my brother and I grew up as PKs, pastor's kids. Um, I... Um, went away to college at um, Fisk University for three years, and then I transferred to Ohio State and graduated in computer science. So today's technology issues are things that you would think I would know how to handle, but technology has evolved so much since the time that I last worked, and now uh, I'm retired, so I don't even know what the technology is today. <laughs> I know that's right. I totally get it. And, I, and I'm and i still in the corporate world. And I'm sometimes I'm like, let me think about this for a minute. Wait. Okay. I think I got it. 
Sorry. I, totally, I totally get what you're saying. So, as we're talking about today is all about love hurts and we're talking about domestic violence. Before we get into your story, I want everybody to understand I did do some statistics, I did some research on statistics and it shows that every, and nearly 20 people per minute are abused some type of way, which that is about one in four women and one in nine men who are face severe domestic violence some way or some type. I had, I don't know if you all had, were able to catch some of the past guests on, which I, as I said, I was wanted women to come on here to tell their story. It's not only a spouse that can abuse you. One of our guests had was abused by her grandmother. Um, and then there was some that was abused by their uncles. So abuse comes in all shapes and sizes, as well as all individuals. So I want you all to recognize it does happen and be aware. But without that, without us being talking about it here on Girl Talk, you would never know. So this is why we're doing this today. So Marie, tell everybody a little bit about um, your, your story, sadly. My experience with domestic violence uh, started as a result of a dream I had. Um, when I was going to Fisk, my roommate was from Atlanta. So sometimes I would go home with her and we would have a wonderful time with her and her friends. And also I got to see the kind of living that uh, Blacks were doing in Atlanta. They had many, many beautiful neighborhoods uh, with beautiful homes. And I'm not talking about ordinary homes like I live in now, but just <laughs> gorgeous homes. So I wanted to be a part of that. And I saved my money after college. Uh, I um, saved for three years. And then finally, I moved to Atlanta. And when I moved there, um, my roommate had gotten married by that time. All her friends had gotten married. So I really didn't have anybody to hang out with. And I was rather lonely. I was lonely for several months until I met this tall, handsome young man that was uh, sounded very intelligent, looked intelligent. He wore a suit every day except Saturday. And he was well thought of by the people that knew him. He was also... Uh, very nice to me. Uh, he had a, a red sports car. We ride around that in, in Atlanta. He would take me somewhere. Every other day we'd go somewhere. It could be an educational event. It could be uh, just going to somebody's house or it could be a chess meet. Or, or There were a lot of different things that we would do. So I was just enthralled. He met my need because I had been lonely and uh, alone and he just filled that need for me. So we dated for a whole year and we had a wonderful time. He was even tempered, he was courteous. Almost a year to the day after we started dating, he hit me. I was shocked, didn't realize at first that it was a real slap, but he apologized and I said, okay, I, I know that's not you because I've been knowing you all this time and you wouldn't do that. But a month later, he hit me again. And this one was a hard backhand slap that left a, a bruise on my cheek. I was so angry when he did that. I was so angry, told him we, we were through. I'd never see him again. And I went to see the minister of the church that we had been attending uh, to try to understand what is this with people, adults hitting other adults? The minister said, well, uh, he's just jealous. And if you marry him, he won't be jealous anymore. And I followed that bad advice and I got married to him. And it wasn't very long after our marriage before I realized he 
was still going to be abusive. He was going to get worse and worse every time uh, because it, it got worse and worse. And I was now in that uh, sisterhood of abused women. And I had to figure out what to do. Uh, one of the things that, that abused women go through is you've dated this really nice person for so long, and then they do this thing to you, and you want to get past that and get back to that person who was really nice. And, and so you believe anything they say, that they'll do that. They'll be better. They won't do that again. And so you you want to stay when they say that. So uh, you mentioned my book. My book is called Want to Go, Want to Stay, because that's the push and pull that exists for uh, abused women. You want to go when someone mistreats you, but as soon as you realize maybe I can get them back, that old person that was good to me, then you want to stay. And so you, you end up, some people leave and come back. Most people leave and come back. The average number of times that an abused woman will leave and return is seven times. Um, and, and that average is, you know, some people leave and return one time, some people leave and return 15, 20, 30 times. So that's how you get into that whole push and pull thing that your friends don't understand because they realize what's going on. They want you to leave right now. Mm -hmm. So true. So what made you leave? What made you say no more? Because like you said, some women stay, you know, some women. So what really made you leave? The last beating was very severe. Um, it left me with deformities, defects uh, that I have today still. I realized he was not going to change. He was just going to keep telling me he would do better and he had no capability within himself to do better. So I was the one that had to leave and stay gone. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm I glad you did. did. That, that, was a, that was a remarkable, actually that was a strong, 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 I commend you that you did that. Because like you said, there's so many women that are still staying with that individual, hoping that they would change and they don't. And, right. and, and you know, and some, and it's sad that, you know, we're seeing women um, and for a while they're seeing women die from this on a daily basis. Yes. So I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're sitting down here having some girl talk about domestic violence and understand that it, it hurts and understand that it comes from just not your spouse or your significant other. It can come from your, like I said, I had someone who said it came from her grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, it can come from your brother. It can come from anybody, but knowing that it's to get out is just, I commend, I, as I told the other guests, I commend you all because that's a strong, you know, you have that bond with that individual. Now, you know, you got to cut that bond and cut that string and it's forever that's mm -hmm. hard but so necessary and so needed yes. so I, I kudos to you and thank you for doing that thank you that you did it and thank you for sharing your story because i want women to understand that are sitting at their table facing it and they're like i don't know what to do i don't even know i don't even know who else can do it so say for instance there is somebody that is facing domestic violence right now as they hear us or listening to us, what would be your piece of advice to them? My advice is now there are resources which you can go to, people that will help you when you're in this situation, people that will listen to you. And they won't try to get you to leave because most 
women who are in that situation don't want to hear uh, you must leave him because they know that they they want that other person to come back. So they don't want to hear you talking about you must leave him. They want to know what they can do to try to make this thing work. So if you call the 800 number, uh, the 799 SAFE, S-A-F-E number, they will listen to you as often as you want the, to talk to them. They will not pass judgment on you, but they will try to get you to understand that there may be a time when you have to leave quickly. Maybe you're coming back, but you have to leave quickly because your life is in danger. And they want you to understand what you will need when that happens. You will need to change your clothes. You will need money. If you have children, you will need their school information, their insurance information. So they will help you talk through what can you do to put aside these things in a place that your abuser will not know that you're even planning this because that will be trouble right there if, if yeah. that person knows. So they that is what I think is important that they will help you with a, a safety plan. You know, how can you escape safely? So that's, that's the most important thing. Uh, second most important is that I hope that anyone who is in this situation will get a friend who understands what needs to happen here. My thought right after I left my husband was to tell people, just get out, just get out, just get out. That's not what your friend needs to tell you. Your friend needs to say, I am here for you. I will listen to you. Tell me everything that happened. Uh, what do you want to do from here on out? And never ask judgment. That person will just listen and be there. You know, maybe that that's their safe place. If, if the, uh, abuser doesn't know about that. Maybe that's the place where they can go, but that person uh, who will listen to you and just help you as you sort through your feelings, as you sort through the changes that you're going to go through. So those are two things I think would be important. I love that. I love that. Well, let's talk a little bit about your book. Yes. I started writing. Uh, well, one of my goals when I retired was to write a book, any book. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was going to be a novel. And uh, I couldn't come up with any good um, storylines. So I thought about the fact that everything I've ever written, and I've written a lot of short stories, short essays, everything I've ever written has been about my life. And I said, okay, what in my life has been interesting? And then I thought about this. This thing is very, very interesting. It's a compelling story. And I said, no, I don't want anybody to know about that story. <laughs> you know, I've been willing to tell people about the story if they were in that same situation because I wanted to know they were not alone. Here's somebody who's gotten out. Here's somebody who understands what you're going through. But God seemed to be leading me to tell this story. So I finally gave up and said, okay, I will tell this story. I don't want to do that, but I would tell this story. So I started writing and it took me three years of writing it. I wrote it 14 different ways before I finally came up with the final version and published it in 2018. So, so, what, so what's the book again? Name of the book again? The name of the book is Wanna Go, Wanna Stay. And the subtitle is My Journey in a Season of Abuse. And how can where can they find the book? Uh, the book is available on Amazon, uh, through Barnes & Noble. Any place that you buy books, they can get this book for you. It is is widely available. There are even some libraries that have it available. It's on ebook. It's also on uh, in paperback. So yeah. it, is, uh, it is available to anybody who wants it. 
absolutely so you guys gotta grab the book i'm i'm starting to read it i don't know if you guys caught but i had to put it down because my grandson wanted me to read his book so now that he's in the bed i'll be able to read mm, grandma's book but you guys better <laughs> gra grab this book if you guys are interested in wanting to even just have some girl talk remember marie even maria talked about you know sometimes you just want someone to listen just giving that listening ear. You know, we do that here at Envision Me, but if you want to talk to someone who is going through, who has gone through and who's able to guide you or help you, Maria's here. Just DM me and say, Pam, I already know what you mean and I will connect you too. All right. And so, you know what? Our time has came and gone. No, I promise you it really has came and gone <laughs> here. And I want to thank you for sharing your story. I want everyone to understand that love shouldn't hurt. And knowing that it can come from anybody, you know, any of our, any loved one or significant other that we're with and know that the signs of what domestic violence is may it be physical may it be mental may it be the, the verbal you know we, there's this abuse comes in so many forms and fashions but before we close down how will, is there anything you would like to leave the audience with I, i'd like to make sure that if you find out about somebody who is uh, in a domestic violence situation please be their listening ear and the person that you probably don't know about is right on your block. One out of every four women. That's that means that in your block of maybe ten houses, there are two people that are at least who are involved in this. It it, it crosses all races, all economic groups, all cultures, all religions. There are doctors, there are preachers, there are all kinds of people who have been involved in um, domestic violence. So don't be shocked, but please be a listening ear, a non-judgmental ear, one who will tell people about the resources. If you're here in Columbus, there's a, a, a woman's shelter just for domestic violence survivors, and is the number is 614-224-HOME, H-O-M-E. So there are all kinds of resources. Take advantage of the resources. Tell your friends if they're in that situation. If you don't know anything else to say, you want to say leave. Instead of saying leave, say call this number. They'll get some help. Absolutely. I want to thank you all for even stopping by. And I'm glad you guys are stopped by to listen to our segment, our series of Girl Talk this month. It was so important that I really wanted you to understand that love shouldn't hurt. And knowing that we can actually talk about it. This was what this was about, to make you aware of it. This is to empower you and inspire you. And knowing that we can fight this together. So where we are here to listen, right? And so I want you all to know we're here to listen. If you would like to connect to Maria about and needing someone to listen to her and that you guys can connect on, an, on a totally different level, I get it. Just say, Pam, and I'll definitely connect you. So as you guys know, you know how I always do it. I'm always out here telling you guys that you only have one life to live, you guys. Live your life. Live your life. You only get it one time. We don't get a second one. We don't get, okay, can I, I'll get it, I'll do it again. We get one life. So live your life and live it to the way you want to live it, not for somebody else. And knowing that you have all the resources on allowing allowing you, enabling you to able you to work on your what's next, no matter what. 
If you're needing that help, you're needing that support, knowing that we are here for you and that you know you rock. And so if I haven't told you guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you for joining us. Until next week when I come on, I'll have another amazing guest. Take care of yourself until next week, everyone. And remember, go out here and have your vision be made. Take care, everyone. Bye.